It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Every week, content editor with Evoke, Bronwyn O'Neill, joins us with her streaming picks for this week, which this week include a look at the new season of Selling Sunset. What else should we be watching this week? First up, we have White Hot, Hot The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch, mm-hmm. which immediately spoke to me as a human being. I think every Irish person was obsessed with Abercrombie for a while. Mm-hmm. I remember being in primary school when I first saw it and I was like, oh my God, what is, what is that? What is it? Where can I get it? And it was always, yeah, my mummy was in America. Yes. And she brought this back for me and I was like, okay, sorry. But <laughs> I do remember, like, it's funny, I was watching the trailer of it last night, preparing, and I do remember the conversation around they only hire pretty people. I always remember that conversation and not really realising that it was legit, like... Yeah, I genuinely was like, this can't be real. So that's what the documentary is about. It is the, did they really only hire attractive people? And there has been like rumours that they would hire, the most attractive people would be the kind of front of front of floor staff, so the people who kind of greeted you when you came in. Then the people who worked at the tills were slightly less attractive. Then b- further back in the store, they were even less attractive. And then if you were, you know, deemed ugly, according to, to yeah, this co- one standards? company. standards? Like, this is bizarre. You, you worked in stock, right? But you mm-hmm. still had to be somewhat attractive because apparently that was what they wanted. Now, in the documentary, they talked to people who were fired from, from Abercrombie and & Fitch mm-hmm. and who had worked with the brand because of the way they looked. And apparently the criteria for being good looking was young, thin and white, which mm. is a lot, a lot to take lot. in. Yeah. Um, and kind of upsetting it, too, really. It really, really is upsetting because like, as someone said in the, in the show, they're like, this brand was supposed to be all American, yeah. but being all American doesn't mean everyone has to be white, which is very true. I think America is probably one of the most like mixed bags of a country. Um, they allegedly didn't allow people to have dreadlocks, people to wear headscarves, which obviously is, you know, very, very upsetting because that's just mm-hmm. completely discriminatory straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they fired people because they didn't look correct. And it's it's insane. Now, when you go onto the website, I didn't even know that it was a brand anymore. I buy all my clothes in Hollister. Like, I love Hollister, but mm-hmm. I've never, I haven't bought Rambi and Fitch in Many, many a year, um, and they have a whole thing about Hollis, or, sorry, Abercrombie and Fitch today, and how they're like really towards equality and making mm-hmm. sure that everyone sees 
is is seen and that they're not exclusionary or discriminatory anymore um, and that they're steadfast to being sustainable. So it looks like they are taking steps in the right direction. But I'm very, very excited to see all the nitty gritty details because it was a huge, huge brand. Like I remember when it opened in in Dublin and like making my mum drive me up because I was like (laughs) 15 and making her buy me all this stuff. And and now I'm like, oh my God, she spent so much money for like three things, I think, because it was so, so expensive at the time. And now it's gone. No one really, I think it was such a huge thing that then just like disappeared. And obviously because of these discriminatory actions they took. So I'm very excited to see all the details in the Netflix documentary that comes out on Tuesday. And I trust Netflix because, you know, they know what they're doing. They seem to know what they're doing, all right. We have a little clip of it. Abercrombie and Fitch said, we go after the cool kids. If they didn't look a certain way, they didn't belong in our clothing. Are we exclusionary? Absolutely. As a manager, you have to recruit good-looking people. And this is what good-looking is. I think we're all gone more sustainable now and I think we're kind of more thinking of where our clothes are coming from and and what the brand stands for. I think that's more about what it is now, which I think is not a bad thing for sure. Moving on to Selling Sunset. Moving on to another mm, documentary, a reality (laughs) show that I just, it's bit now when we say you have to be, what, young, thin and good looking. Mm -hmm. This is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) those are the criteria to be in Selling Sunset. And I'm, buzzing to be back into just the drama of it all. I love Selling Sunset. If you haven't watched it, it's like a reality TV show about these women who sell houses. They're like the most glamorous houses in Los Angeles. And at this point, it has, I think, two or three spin-off series. They're kind of becoming like the real housewives, um, but with property. And I mean, Mm -hmm. the property is not what the main focal point of the show is anymore allegedly i had i've like interviewed um jason oppenheim who has said like when he spoke to netflix they were like oh it's going to be all about the house it's going to be all about your company Mm -hmm. and then like by the end of the first season he was like oh it is not it's all about the drama which they say is not fabricated but i do think that you know when you sit down and go i'm going to be in a reality show definitely christine is not like she is playing a villain like she I don't think she wakes up every day normally and is that nasty like I mm-hmm. do think she is just like I want to be on telly and I want to be famous and I need to get my screen time so I will be the villain and that's I fine do, like, I do kind of feel like they've all kind of taken on their part almost in it at this stage because it is season five isn't it yes I mean I think um Chriselle who kind of was our entryway into the show she joined the the brokerage in the first season um while while we started filming and we kind of got to see everything through her eyes and I do think from also reading her autobiography which why did I do that but you know (laughs) needs must (laughs) she is I like in the nicest way and I feel like it's going to come across really nasty but she's very naive yeah like, I do think that she genuinely thinks that, you know, Christine is that nasty nasty person mm-hmm. and that every single person is really like that. Whereas Christine is not, like, I, I mean, I'm not saying she's not a nasty person. I do think she's playing a role and making herself more dramatic 
to get screen time. Yes. And I think Rochelle is like, she's so nasty. I don't understand. And I'm like, because you're in a reality show. You're- <laughs> there has to be a baddie. You don't get this. There has to be a baddie. We do have a little <laughs> clip actually of it. I would love it if Chriselle and Jason got married. I just don't want Jason to hurt her, though. Where are you guys on babies? It is risky when you're in an office and you're obviously dating your boss. I was wondering why I wasn't getting listings. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's because I'm not f***ing my boss. That is rich coming from her. <laughs> you know what? I am f***ing the boss. <laughs> oh, God. So it's going to be fun, basically. Lots of fun to come in Selling Sunset. Lots of fun to come. And obviously, we are talking about Chriselle and Jason, mm-hmm. which... Again, is that right? Like, I think she thought that was a real relationship. I think he was like, let's get a bit more. I need a story. <laughs> I need a story this. in this. <laughs> and Probably. I mean, like, they've since broken off. Like, they had this really, I, I literally remember where I was when I was like scrolling through Instagram and a picture of them together popped up on my Instagram feed. And I had to put my phone down and just walk away. I just take a moment yeah. because it was insane to me that that happened. Um, and she was so into it. Apparently, they broke up because they were just at different parts in their lives. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she, I think, is either in her late 30s or early 40s. And she wants to settle down and have kids. And he does, doesn't want to do that yet. Yeah. And she had, you know, spoken about she didn't really have that luxury of, of waiting around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's it's mad. And I cannot wait for it. And they can tell me all they want that none of it is fake and it's all real and everything. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't even care. Like, we it's watch nice fake TV watch. all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's lovely, doesn't it? Heartstopper is everything that I wanted it to be and more. Um, it's based on a young adult um, graphic novel, which a lot of my friends had read and I had never read it because I'm not a massive graphic novel fan. Yeah. And I got the chance to watch it early and my friends were like, no, no, watch it, watch it, you love it, right? And I adore this show. It is about two teenage boys who kind of are coming. One, one is out um, and gay and out in his school and the other one um, is kind of coming to terms with the fact that he might actually fancy this this boy. Mm-hmm. Now, our, our poor Charlie, um, you know, is having a really tough time with being out because he didn't he was outed um the year before the show starts mm-hmm. and he's he's dealing with the aftermath of that whereas Nick is kind of the popular cool boy who starts to develop feelings for Charlie but doesn't know what to do about it. And mm-hmm. I think we've had all these very like traumatic shows about being young and being gay and coming out and what that means. Um and this show obviously does deal with some of the like intense ramifications of like homophobia and people not even like nastiness but just kids not really understanding what yeah. this means and, and copying what they see grow, older people do um, but at the core of it it's such a sweet sweet story about like two kids falling in love like having their first love and going on this journey and it's so fun it's so sweet and I mean if you have had enough drama with Sally and Sunset <laughs> and, and White Hot I think this is just perfect like I sat down and I watched it in one day oh, sorry so in one sitting because mm. it was just stunning and there is a very famous celebrity cameo in it and I was like oh my god so I would yeah. highly recommend I'm interested. it interesting <laughs> we do have a little clip of it if it isn't Charlie Spring happy new year you're over there Mr. Nicholas Nelson Nick Nelson. He is the star player on the rugby team. We are a trio of borderline outcasts. He's different. Hey, 
literally just another silly crush. It's not a crush. Hi. 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 <laughs> so there's a lot of highs in it as they come to terms with... It's so cute. <clears throat> and I mean, because it was a comic book or a graphic novel at the start, they do kind of lean into that. And mm-hmm. when he is kind of fantasizing or imagining what his life could be like, you see these like little love hearts and mm. stuff. So it's just very, very cute. And I think if you love the comic, it is so true to it. And I, ha- I have read it now, <laughs> but it is so true to it. And it really just doesn't stray away from where what it was supposed to be. And it's just. So cute. Oh, so we have White Hot, Heart Stopper and Selling Sunset for this week. How can people keep up to date what you're up to? I will be all over Instagram, um, Brown underscore O'Neill 7 and that's my Twitter as well. And then on TikTok as Sunset and Starlight. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.